Hello there. I'm Kellogg. Oma. Shreya. Flynn. And I'm your DM, Ethan. Welcome to Venture Forth. Previously, you all had entered the city of Solaris um, with a new friend in hand uh, by the name of Thaddeus, a warforged head that uh, was riding at Flynn's side. Um, you guys entered the city looking for a contact that would be able to dispel any sort of magical or non-magical tracking that you guys had on you that was allowing the Hollow Guard to keep finding you. Um, Thaddeus told you guys that you had about a day or two until his contact arrived. Um, so you guys pretty much had, had a, a couple days to yourself. Um, some uh, foolishness occurred uh, with some of you, some uh, mishaps, some new friends, some new faces. But at the end of the day, you all came back together and went over to the house of Kale. Um, Oma had, had found Kale, or rather found his children, and uh, you guys had a discussion with him before he fled with his family. With a couple more questions than answers on that front, um, you guys went back to the inn and discovered that someone by the name of Xavier was being held within the city. Um, Shreya, earlier that day, had discovered that Xavier was being held captive um, in the in the military district of Kaldur's Solaris. Um, Olma, immediately recognizing that name, uh, said that you guys needed to go and help him out, and through some uh, through some sneakies, uh, you guys were able to finally get within sight of Xavier, or well, at least Olma was. With seeing Xavier bound in chains, Olma saw him for just a brief moment before he was zapped through a teleportation circle, and a combat ensued with the five remaining guards in the room. Blows were exchanged, and ultimately, Olma cracked in the skull of one of these guards, leaving him lying dead on the ground. With that, you guys had uh, looked around, heard more guards coming, and fleed the, the military district of the city to find your guys' back at the inn. So, back at the inn, out of breath from running through the city streets, what would you guys like to do? Is it safe to sleep here? I, I think it's best for us to stay here. At this point. Won't they come for us? I trust Thaddeus at this point that uh, he's got uh, connections here for us to, to stay here safely until we get our uh, whatever device or um, papers or whatever he's providing for us tomorrow. Uh, that'll keep us from being discovered. I'll look to Oma. How does she look? Oma... Almost a little um, shell shocked. Um, I've got my arms wrapped around my shoulder, shoulders on either side, and I'm holding um, a raven pin in my hand. Um, I'll look up at everyone around me. 
You guys should get some rest. I'll... I'll keep watch. I would very much like to... I'd very much like to rest. Anywhere will do. Maybe I'll just go by the fire and drift off. Freya, you should stay inside. You should stay in the room. I, I, I could fall asleep right here, probably. Good. Why don't you guys go to sleep and, and I'll keep an eye out. If, um, if you start getting tired, wake one of us up so we can keep the watch going. Okay. But we should all be in the same room. I'll stay here. Hi. Good decision. You guys all bed down for the night, each of you um, finding your respective spots in the room, and you all doze off. Oma, you are staying awake. I'm going to pull the um, potion from my bag that I that I grabbed from the... Ritualistics. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to... Um, I know I read what the potion effects were. Do I remember if I should take this before to to enact the, the rest or after at the, when I, in the morning? Yeah, so um, you would know that you would have to take it before the rest. And then basically over the course of eight hours or over the course of a long rest it will just keep you from needing that. It'll pretty much give your body the effects of sleep or that long rest over the course of eight hours, but you can still remain conscious and active. Okay, I will look around, make sure everyone's asleep. Is everyone asleep? Is anyone trying to stay awake but act like they're asleep? If not, everyone is asleep. I would be... Eyes locked on Alma until I fall asleep, but I wouldn't be. I would not pretend to. I would stay to be asleep. I would probably try to stay and then try to pretend. Okay, um, <laughs> I'm gonna have you make a Constitution saving throw because you are okay. very tired at this point. Because mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know if she has this potion, so I'm just like I'm gonna wait for her to fall asleep. <laughs> okay, uh, hold on. Constitution's even through. Ooh, pretty good. Um, I'm not kidding. Natural 20. Natural 20. 25. Okay. <laughs> um, you stay awake for a couple minutes. Five minutes, six minutes. She is just sitting there. Okay. Can I Can um, I tell he's pretending? Make an insight check. <laughs> Do you want me to make a deception or something? Um, yeah, Flynn. I'm going to have you yeah. make um, sure. a deception check. Which is just a zero, just a straight. Should zero. I do something? <laughs> Let me see. Um, yeah, you're making insight. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> Eight. <laughs> Twenty-one. <laughs> um, yeah, Oma, you're like you're sort of scanning over. You see, okay, Kalik is is cl- very clearly asleep. Shreya is very clearly asleep. You see, every once in a while, you know, like when when someone like sort of um, their body sort of spasms a little bit in their sleep. Um, <laughs> you see Shreya's feathers sort of poof out every once in a while and then they calm back down. Um, but you look over to Flynn and you can see like his eyes aren't just closed, but like he's tightening his eyes closed. And then every once in a while, you'll see one of them sort of <laughs> peek open. 
Flynn, go to sleep. What? What? Huh? What? Shh. I, I was sleeping. Go to sleep, Flynn. Seriously, roll over. You're creeping me out. Okay. I'll roll over and go to sleep. Oma, you are now alone in the room. I'll knock back the potion. Okay. Um, and what does it taste like? Um, surprisingly, it, it tastes like very, like, crystal clear water. Like, there's almost, like, a refreshing sense to it. Um, but, yeah, that's what it tastes like. Okay, so I, um, I'm gonna look around the room and look at each, each individual separately, take time to, to, you know, appreciate that they're all here. And I have in my hands the acorn that March gave me and the raven pin that I got from Xavier. And I'm just holding them both tightly, staring at the door, listening for any sound that might come. And while I'm listening, my eyes are kind of fuzzy, like they're not entirely focused on on it, but my ears are, are listening while my eyes are just kind of far away in the past, thinking about the times that I spent with Xavier, and then after him, the times that I spent with March, feeling safe and secure um, for the first time. And um, after a while, I want to come up, um, look at Thaddeus again. Mm-hmm. And I know that Thaddeus kind of like conked out before everything happened. <clears throat> right. I mean, he, he conked yeah. out before we went to the jail. How long do I, like, would I be able to tell when he's probably had a long rest and when um, that might be up? Yeah. So in a 24 hour cycle, um, he can be, he can have that activation. Um, so it's basically once the new day starts, he has his abilities up once again. Okay. And um, the new it, day would be like much, sunrise. It's, it's a switch over. Um, I'd say like somewhere between midnight and one, excuse me, 1am. Oh, okay. So somewhere between, so he's probably ready to be turned back on again. Probably. Okay. Um, Okay, I'll I'll clock that and um, keep my ears peeled. And in like, at at the midpoint between the long rest and about four hours, I would like to talk to him. Okay. Um, In that meantime, I'm going to have you make a perception check. Okay. Seventeen. 17 nice um so you uh you're sort of keeping your eyes glazed over and and these visions of the past keep filling your head but you're keeping your ears very sharp um and you hear sort of a little bit into your watch you hear a door open in the hallway and you hear footsteps cross the door 
and you hear them go down the hall and you hear another door close. And then you hear the door open again. And you hear someone go back into their room. Um, do I, I want to look around my room. Um, do we have like a, a, a restroom inside the room? Do we have a, a, a toilet inside the bedroom? There is not. Okay. There is a toilet down the hall where this person was going. Right. <laughs> cool. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, a little while after this happens, um, the air is, is very still um, and the night is very quiet. But you hear just outside, you hear a couple of hoots from an owl and sort of look over in that direction and you don't really see anything. And then you just sort of spot an owl fly by the window, sort of just above the buildings on the other side of the street. And then that's it. That's that's all you hear for the rest of your watch. For the first four hours or the rest of it? Um, for the first four hours, yes, until you wake Thaddeus up. Okay. Um, it's been four hours. Everyone is still sleeping. Mm-hmm. I want to quietly, without waking anyone up, um, tap. I don't know how to wake Thaddeus up. So I'm just going to, like, tap him on the nose. Does anything happen? Nothing happens. Mm. Can I look around him and try to find some t- sort of, like, activation? Uh, yeah. I am going to have you make um, just a straight-up intelligence check. Rolled really good. <laughs> 21. 21. Nice. Um, yeah, so you... you um, flip the head upside down and you can see on the um, the sort of the neck unit where it attaches to the torso um, you can see like where the connections to the body are supposed to be and you see okay so if you turn this gear this way a couple times and you move this lever this way everything sort of lines up and, and instead of going back into a body unit it's sort of like goes back into itself. And as soon as you flip that switch, you hear and the purple eyes glow. And you hear Thaddeus say, oh, hi. Good morning. Morning. That's really gross. What? What is? Do I have something on my face? Please tell me I don't have something on my no, face. No, no. The way I had to turn you on, like, I, if it were, if you are human, I would be like, Moving your spinal column like inside your neck. It's oh, real gross. Yeah. yeah. If my anatomy was was organic, that would I'm sure that would be real gross. Um Well, you know Solaris really well. Right? Yeah, pretty pretty well. I've been here a couple times. Okay. Um I might have I might have done something bad. Well, there's not really a worse place to do something bad than Solaris. Right. Do you think it makes you a bad person when you do bad things? He sort of looks you up and down and he goes, I don't really know how to answer that question at the present moment. Um, I, I will say doing bad things doesn't exclusively make you a bad person. 
bad people do bad things, but good people also sometimes do bad things, and I don't think those are mutually exclusive. Are you sure? Because Calic says that if you hurt people or things or animals and you don't have to, then that's not good. I tend to, to agree with that sentiment, yes. Well, how do you know when you need to? I think there's really only one way of knowing, and that's in that present moment and trusting your instincts. And if your instincts lead you to something that will benefit others, be of service to other people, then generally I would say you, you're a good person. Oma looks down at her raven pin and then she looks back up into the purple eyes. What if you think it's in service to someone else to help them? But you just don't really know. Well, I mean, in my experience, anytime anyone takes any action, there's going to be two sides, one that thinks ill of that action and and one side who thinks it justified. And it's all about that perception. Which side do you choose to be on? So I just have to decide if I think it was the right thing to do or not? You have to decide for yourself and then you also have to let other people decide for themselves. Now, obviously, there are some exceptions to this rule, like objectively, there are terrible things and objectively, there are good things. But, you know, once you sort of hit that middle ground, I'd say there's definitely room for, you know, wavering. What would be an objectively <laughs> terrible thing? Um, well, I mean, murder, just to start off. Um probably like stealing from people you don't need to steal from um, but I'd say murder's the big one for sure yeah well what if you did it because you you you, you got really really angry and you were really really hurt and really really scared Oh, I think I, I see where this is going. Um, maybe I shouldn't have. I'm going to backtrack a little bit. Um, I'm sure whatever you did was fine. And I'm sure you were scared. And I'm sure it's all going to work out. It's all going to be okay. Alex says you have to ask for forgiveness sometimes, but that the light always forgives or something like that. I can't really remember. And I thought that was just like when you killed an animal though. So like, do you think you can always get forgiveness for anything? You can always ask for forgiveness. But what if you would do it again if you had to? Do you want to do it again? Right now? No. 
Do you feel like you might want to do it again in the future? I look at the raven pin. Maybe. Then if it's up it means to you. getting back to my friends and... Then it's up to you to be the bigger person and look within yourself and find your resolve and discover a different way. What do you know? You're just ahead. Well, thanks, I guess. I don't think you made me feel better. Well, sometimes the truth doesn't make us feel better. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said that. That you was the wrong thing to say. I can turn you that off was very insensitive. I want to. Okay. Now, now we're crossing a line. I feel like we're we're turning into you know hurtful feelings, and I don't want to get into that space. Let's just. Plus, you know, I like being you know awake. So, I don't know. It's kind of nice being awake when everyone's asleep. Do you think your friend's gonna come today? Cause like, we really gotta go probably. Yeah, that's that's the hope is he shows up today. What if he doesn't show up today? Well, then we move on. Yeah, probably a good idea. Do you know how to get out of here in a quiet way? Um. I mean, anytime I've done it, I've sort of just gone the basic route and thrown a hood up um, and just sort of walked past the guards. Um, that's usually worked for me, but most of the time when I'm here, I, I did it solo, so. Well, maybe that makes sense, so maybe, maybe there is value to not being a group of four-shaped people walking. I feel like you're getting at something with that that statement, and I get okay. I get that I'm ahead, but I can I can still do things. No, no, I I I wasn't getting at that. I'm sorry. I just meant like maybe having four people of a specific shape, if they're looking for us, wouldn't be very smart. Mm, I get what you're saying now. Yeah. Well, we'll just have to find a different way. You think we're safe here? I do. Yeah. This this inn is fairly safe. The uh, the innkeep is, you know, friendly to people like us. Um, they don't take any records of names or likenesses here. Um, it's pretty much just straight coin, and then uh, you're good to go. So that's why I like staying at this place. Because someone who, someone who looks like me is very easily identifiable. So, I like staying at a place like this where no one knows that I'm here. Don't ask. Don't get asked questions. Seems kind of lonely. Yeah. When you traveled with March's sister, did you feel like a family? Um, I'd say for most of it, more along the lines of co-workers, but eventually we got around to loose and tentative friendships. 
No, I wouldn't say family. Do you miss them? Um, that's a complicated question. At times, yes. At other times, I know that they're on their own paths. And I know I'll probably see them one day again, as, you know, travelers of this world often come across each other every now and then. Yeah. I miss March. And I miss Savior. And I want them back. If I were you, I'd start getting a game plan together on how you can do that. That doesn't, hopefully, include just straight-up murder. But, you know, in a way that you can use these other, you know, three very helpful creatures in this room to uh, hopefully accomplish that goal. And, you know, in time, I really think that what you... And the purple eyes sink back within his head. Good night. I really wish I knew what you were going to say. In time, I'll... Find them? In time, I'll... Get bigger? Good night, Thaddeus. And I um, kind of tuck him in. Do I know if I can turn him on again later? Um, make a another intelligence check. Twelve. Uh, twelve. Um, you know he can, you know, be activated later. You're not exactly mm, no, sure. No, sorry. That was um, a third, uh, eleven. Sorry. An eleven. Okay. Um, yeah. Same. Same sort of deal. Um, you know that he could be activated again later. Um, he's got enough energy and sort of power um, within his unit to do that. Um, but you're not exactly sure how long or how many times. Okay. Anything like that. Okay. So I'm gonna go back to listening and thinking and staring and clutching. Okay. Make another perception check for me for the uh, second half of your watch. I want to look out the window this time. Okay. Eleven. Eleven. Um, this time you don't hear anything, but sort of glancing about. It takes you a while um, as you're sort of looking at the buildings across the way. You eventually look up to the rooftop of one of these buildings. And you see perched there, eyes locked dead on you, these, these, uh, these almost like glowing golden eyes of an owl. Uh-oh. Are you looking at me? No Shoo. Do I remember if um, 
Xavier had a familiar at all? Um, in the time that you knew him, um, he had like everyone's one like adopted like an animal or like he could conjure one, but never really anything consistent. Right. I'm gonna look at my raven pin and look up at the owl. Xavier? Is that you? No, it couldn't be you. You're trapped in those chains. I wish you were Xavier. And as you're staring at this owl, after a couple minutes of its eyes locked on you, sort of poofs its feathers out, sort of in a similar way that Shreya was doing, um, poofs its feathers out, shudders a little bit, opens its wings, and, and takes flight out of your view. Okay. All right. And then over the next couple hours, you... Um, sit there and you watch the sunrise by yourself as everyone else is continuing to get their long rest in so they will have to sleep in a little bit more but you watch the sunrise by yourself and as the light begins to fill the room everyone else slowly begins to wake up do I get the effects of a long rest and yes Alma you get the effects of a long rest yes oh that rules uh, could I make one note yeah uh, uh, so Shreya if either uh, or anyone who was uh, in that room had glanced over, uh, you would have seen uh, a series of, like, short, uh, repetitive pants uh, coming out of Shreya's mouth uh, when the owl came by, uh, as well as um, uh, kind of kicking of the legs, not loudly, but just, like, almost, like, twitches as a few feathers popped out over the course of the night, Uh that behavior seemed to crescendo. Uh, and right at about the time before the sun rose uh, in a kind of uh, crazy exhalation, uh, two little furry ears popped out of his head. Mm -hmm. What? <laughs> okay. Um, and with that, everyone else wakes up. Why is it that one can sleep an entire night and feel no rest at all? Yeah, these horns make it kind of hard, and I start wrapping again my head to hide the horns that are coming out of my head, wrapping it up. I gotta figure out what the heck to do with these. We things. should at least get you a helm that fits around it so that you don't look so silly. As I rouse and start hearing this conversation, I, I say, Yes, Flynn, <laughs> they do quite look out of place on you. Um, do, do, we, do I, if I look at Shreya, can I see <laughs> we the, all the yeah. weird ears? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you guys all look, and, and Shreya, um, probably not even realizing it at the moment, uh, you've got these two little ears popping out. Shreya? Uh, speaking of weird head things, 
Um, yes, the Flynn's are very weird, aren't they? <laughs> are they not that weird? Shia, you um, Shia, you, 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 something happened to your head. What? A s- second pair of ears. And I, uh, rifling around my, like, ah! uh, kind of freak out for a minute. What? The, I, I'm a, uh, uh, and I just turn around and just try to cover them with my hands. What's happening? Uh, I, I don't, and I think, uh, I have the strangest dreams last night. I didn't think that was real. No! Like, I just, I, I leave, and I, is there any part of the room that, uh, leads into an area that is a vacant room, or... If, if I'm trying to just avoid people. There's like a small closet in the corner. That's that's the only, it's it's a studio besides that small closet. <laughs> I, 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 I go in there if I can fit. <laughs> yeah, you just barely sort of squeeze in there. Okay. Uh, right. Shia, do you know why you have furry ears? I can't come out like this. I'm hideous. I sort of look at Flynn and Alma back and forth of like, is Shreya vain? I'm sorry? What? I I feel a bit foolish to have not considered it, but I... Do you think Shreya fancies himself a stunner? You know, like a very attractive bird. <laughs> oh, well, I, I ah. never thought of it like that, but if I were to think of a bird, uh, yeah, Shreya's handsome. He's a he's a pretty bird. He's right? a pretty, yeah, he's a very, very pretty bird. Shreya, you're a pretty bird. Even with the ears, it's fine. You look fine. I have a form is mutated, mutilated, Mike. It's right on top of me. And I, I, I come out. I'm just going to look around. I can't. No, I can't let this get the best of me. I, Flynn, how are you going to hide your extremities? I do apologize for saying they were weird. <laughs> um, as he came back out, I have already started to unravel my covering. And I'm like holding it up to him. Here, if you can take mine. I'll figure something out. Uh, the short one is always so kind. Uh, is there a way we could share it, perhaps? Um, I, I think at, I can live without it for a I gesture to the blankets in the room. It's a piece of fabric. Oh. Uh, there's plenty to be had in the world, <laughs> even. Actually, yeah, that's a good idea. Do you think they'll okay. mind if we take them? I could purchase you a nice hat, even, Shreya. They make uh, they make aerodynamic ones. Maybe not here. Probably not here. And I go immediately to look. I look over the sheets and just try to find the one that matches my coloration. And I just hastily just like cover cover the ears and tie tie something off. I'll, I'll do the same because um, I think I was using my cape. So mm-hmm. I'll put my cape back on regularly and I'll go and grab some kind of blanket and kind of wrap it around in like a like hat style kind of 
I, uh, hopefully they go away sometime soon. Uh. I hope so too. What? But mine, not yours. Yours are fine. Mine, mine are weird. What did you dream about? I had the strangest dream. I was there. Couldn't tell what was real and what was imagined. I, I was charging through a landscape of a tundra on four legs, and I heard the knell of the owl several times in a row, and I, I was with, let's call them old friends, that I haven't had any contact with for quite some time. And suddenly I was overcome. I, I didn't know what to do. I, I started to feel something bubbling up inside me. And when I woke up, I, I thought a uh, most terrible dream. And now this, and I, I clutched the fabric. That's not supposed to be real. Try it. It seems to me that you, you have some inclination why something like this might have happened to you. Is there... Is there among your people a... Is this a common rite of growth or something? Among my people, there is no explanation for this. Amongst this... A family I found... I suppose this is all the explanation in the world. I I once befriended a well, temporary brethren up in the north where I was born. Timber dire wolves of the tundra. I found myself able to communicate with them and I was very useful to them for a time. So you befriended wolves and you think that's why you have lupine ears? Let's just say I got a little too close to their way of life and something about how something about the way I was able to listen as a very, very small child caused me to become very very, very close with them in ways that I could, I don't still don't even understand myself. Well, the ears are very cute. I don't want to... And I grab them again. They're not natural. Does that mean he'll turn into an elf at some point? Because, you know, after the wolves, I, I, I think, if I've got my timeline corrected, that was when he, you know, spent time with the elves in, in the forest. And Is that just... Um. Maybe he's just an, a mutable creature like that. I, I don't know anything about the kind of animal. Do you think maybe is. he'll also grow elf ears? And he'll just have three sets of ears? Three pairs of ears. Try it. Can you hear any better? I, uh... No, I... And I feel around... They certainly have feeling, but I... I don't know if it actually changes how well I can... Does that mean he has additional holes in his head where the sound would travel? 
Weird, maybe. I, I'm just like un, uncomfortably close to Shia now, like looking in, <laughs> like, like on my tiptoes, trying to look into his ear hole. And my, my beak suddenly perks up and, and I, I remember, did not one of you say that last night or the before I fell asleep that we still might be in imminent danger here? Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yeah, right, right. Right, yep. Uh, should we wake Thaddeus and see, uh, or maybe go down to the, the front, maybe send one of us to go speak to the innkeeper about uh, our connection here? It's Percy. Right. I, I don't know the name of the person, so so maybe waking Thaddeus up and having him talk to the front would, would be wise. Yeah, that's a good um, idea. I, I, I did talk to him today, so I, I don't know how many times he can talk, but um, just so you know... Uh, all right. How do you start him? Um, well, I don't know how anyone else starts him, but if you look here and I turn the head upside down and, and you look inside his neck, you know, where the blood and guts and spine should be, and, and you twist this and, and, and you flick this... Um, he just kind of starts. The purple eyes begin to glow. Hello. Good morning, Thaddeus. Good morning to you. Welcome back to the awakening. Thaddeus, do you remember conversations you have when you wake up? Yeah. Well, okay. What were you going to say? You were going to say something and then you whooped down and I just don't know what you were going to say. Oh, I was just going to say, I'm sure you can find exactly what you're looking for. Oh. Okay. What were you talking to Thaddeus about in the middle of the night? Nothing. All right. Uh, Thaddeus, uh, who should we check in with about this uh, clandestine arrangement? Um, I think if we just go down to the, the front desk, they might have some information. It's It's sort of like a they, uh, I pass word off to the front desk and then they pass word off to another person and then so it's sort of like all information filtered um, so I think that's probably the best place to start is just go downstairs okay how did you come to be connected with the paper of this as a robot um, well I, I traveled here uh, couple years ago um and you know not a lot of people that look like me around here and i'm uncomfortable with the stares and the points and the the you know talking about me behind my back so uh i was sort of in the need of a place where i could go and no one would find me so this is where i stumbled upon and i've been using this place ever since it uh seems to be very discreet forgive me then for for asking but were you Autonomous, for lack of a better word. Or have you been able to travel on your own and, and all that, or were you in service to some to your creator during that time? Um, well, it was it was a while ago that I, you know, sort of was in in service to another. But um, you know, I kind of started doing my own thing, started going places that I wanted to go to, doing things that I wanted to do, and that landed me here eventually. Gotcha. 
All right, just, just trying to get my bearings on lots of new information. And I look at yeah. Thaddeus's weird form and over to Shia's now <laughs> covered head. <laughs> a lot to learn in a very short time. Are right, we going downstairs? That's cool. Everyone right. ready? Yeah. Should we all go? Uh, I can check. Of course. I'll stay up here and I crawl into one of the beds and pull whatever blanket there is over me. Okay. Well, um, well when he leaves, I'll look him to try. Actually, come down here. I need to fix. It's not going to stay that way. You got to tie it. And I'll help him tie it and, like, as Kellick right. goes downstairs. Kellick, uh, you leave the room. Um, do you have Thaddeus? I do. Okay. Um, so you walk down the stairs. And as you're walking down the stairs, um, the innkeep is already there behind the front desk. And she looks over to you as you come down the stairs and looks down at Thaddeus and sort of gives a knowing glance to Thaddeus and sort of nods her head over to the corner. And over in the corner, in uh, sort of like this dark, dark, section of the room um, you see sitting there uh, like feet up on the table um, you can you know barely even see the form you can see a little flash of purple under the cloak um, and you can see an owl perched there on their shoulder um, you look and um, uh, you know what I think uh, someone else might be uh, better at describing who this is yeah <laughs> Um, if we could have that person please join us Uh, Rodney can I please have you describe your character as you are sitting there in the corner what you see is a a man you think a man a humanoid in uh, tattered threadbare almost peasant like clothes hints of purple through some of the threads cape an owl that he's uh, feeding on his shoulder and he's bald greenish colored eyes you would notice the sleeves rolled up on both arms and on the left arm you would possibly see a hint of a tattoo yeah and and the uh, the innkeep has sort of gestured her head over into his direction uh, I look down at Thaddeus, I tilt him toward me so I can try to read his expression. That's him. That's him right over there. All right. Uh, I will, as quietly and uh, not attention-grabbingly as possible with a robot head in my arms, <laughs> saunter over <laughs> to this table <laughs> and uh, and take a seat uh, adjacent to this, to this humanoid. Oh. You've stirred. We don't have much time. Can we go back upstairs? Uh, I, uh sure. Yeah. Uh, we, sh- we should talk away from this. Right. Uh, not sure how you do this kind of thing. I'm more of a light a day kind of fella. So, le- lead on, or I'll show you the way. Sorry. <laughs> Sounds <Flustered>. good. <laughs> I get him awkwardly and lead the way up <laughs> stairs <laughs> all right um you guys both uh walk your way back up into the room um and the rest of the party sees this uh this figure in a cloak Everyone, walk into the room. Uh, this is the guy Oma, Oma, you recognize the owl Oma is like 
under her blankets. And when she hears people come back in the door, she peeks out of the blankets and she immediately sees the owl. And she looks at the owl and she squints her eyes. You're not savior. Oh yes, this is Elja. You met her last night or she met you. And we look down at Thaddeus and say, it's been a long time. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? As good as can be. Yeah, well, uh, I was hoping you could help these people. It seems you all are not doing so well. You've not been here long, but you've made a lot of noise. We have a habit of noise making. Not the best here in Solaris. They're not comfortable with this type of lawbreaking. As I've come to understand. So? Uh, I didn't catch your name, sir. I did not give it. Well, hi, my name is Flynn Fellowweave. Don't and, uh, say it! Don't you dare say it, Flynn! <laughs> I'm uh, uh, part of this group. Hello, Flynn. Why did you summon me? What do you need? That is. What do you need? Well, I think they have a uh, sort of a better explanation. Um, I know what I need, but uh, why don't you guys sort of say what you guys got going on? Um, uh, Elja's owner? Um, Thaddeus was telling us that you provide um, some type of way of, of making it so that people can't find them through magical means. Um, and I think I need that. We're under the scrutiny of a lot of organizations, uh, chiefly the Hologuard, but oh. we, we have no way of knowing. Who else? You can call me Sika. Seeker? Sika, yes. Sika, okay. Oh, yes, it is Seeker, but I say Seeker. <laughs> right. Should we pronounce it the way you pronounce it, though, or... How do you spell it? You can pronounce it the way you pronounce it. How about that? I will reply. That's very nice of you. As far as this request, you need protection from magical means. Right. Prying eyes. And were I to provide some something like this what would you be using this for would you be harming anyone I look over it on my <laughs> not it is not my intent well it depends on what you mean we're <laughs> candidly in pursuit of group of cultists that seem to be bent on for, for all I can tell the end of the world so some of them might get harmed in the way of trying to stop it. Um, we'll look down at is and say, do you trust these these people? Should I trust them? Well, I've had no other choice these past couple of days but to trust them. Um, and seems to have worked out well so far. I, what I'd is say, your body? Um, it's in a box. <laughs> it was pretty damaged. Okay. I mean, we didn't, like leave it behind so that he would be reliant on us it, it, it was pretty okay. broken there's not a lot of time you need to exit the city they will be looking for you I can help you get out of the city I can help you with protections if Thaddeus trusts you I will trust you I take a step forward Sika we have nothing to hide we only have the desire not be followed anymore. As a tracker myself, I 
I respect and will greatly enjoy not being tracked anymore for myself and for my friends here. And he will pull a, a necklace out and present, uh, just kind of hold it up and let it dangle, and you will see a, a silver necklace with stones and maybe a blue energy, a light partially around it, not completely lit, and a, a pendant hanging from the bottom saying I have several of these but they are not complete they need an element and then they will do this thing that you're looking for what element? it is a very special water it can be found not far from here and as it happens it is outside of the city which is probably the best place for you to be now not here I I look down at this still swallowing the the better pill of living in the city do you have a safe way of passage for us to get get out without uh, alerting anyone or is it just going to be a matter of speed A little bit of both, but I have a way. I have ways in and out without eyes. And what will we owe you for this? We can work on that as we go. There's not a lot of time. I can tell you that I, I am a fan of magical items. I search for them. I move them. But we can talk about it. We should leave. And he will turn, and you'll hear an almost imperceptible whistle. The owl will take off, you know, put his hood up, and start walking uh, down out and down the stairs. Um. Okay, um, you guys all see this figure taking the lead, and uh, I look down at that. Leaving, huh? just like we found you, he's found us in a box. We have no choice but to follow. That'll be. And seeing the owl take off, I look up and have a moment of recognition and just a quiet little <laughs> as I watch the owl go. <laughs> okay. Um, so uh, the seeker leads you down. Um, the stairs leads you out of the inn and opens the front door of the inn, sort of looking left and right. And you guys walk out onto the street and across the way. Um, You guys, very similar to how Ulma sort of takes you through the city, um, sort of going in and out of these alleyways, knowing exactly where to go. And eventually you guys come across um, like a little, um, um, it looks like almost like an outhouse in the back of one of these stores. you guys approach it and upon seeker opening the door you guys instead of seeing what a normal outhouse (laughs) would have um instead you see uh stairs going downwards into the ground um seeker leads you guys down and um you guys go deeper and deeper down into the ground 
Um, eventually, the decline stops and a smooth path is laid out in front of you guys. Um, surrounding you is a tunnel with jagged rocks on either side of you and up above you. Um, the ground is relatively smooth, but you can see that the, the walls of this cavern look like they've been chipped away over years and years um, of, of not only weathering, but um, of um, like tools and, and, and working. And as you guys move down this hall, you guys can see scaffolding that indicates that this was probably an old mine underneath the city. Um, and yeah, as Seeker takes you guys through these mines... Um, you can actually see on your left a little outcropping. And you see a campfire that looks like just the night before had been extinguished. And you can see on the walls, you can see etchings of manuscripts telling tales of the old gods of an altar there to Famir. And you can see offerings there. And you can see um, the walls now are lined with extinguished torches to try and light this cavern as much as possible. Is there anything you guys would like to do as you see this? What does the altar to Femir look like? I take a closer look. Um, it looks like a like um, a like a very small um, statue of glass. And you can see right around the base, there is like a um, an indentation just around the base where you can see the remnants of oil there, sort of pooled at the bottom. Um, this would have been used to, you light the oil, the fire starts up, and it would light up the glass, and it would make the glass look like it was glowing. In a place as dark as this, still trying to find the light. This yours, Seeker. It is not. This belongs to those who are trying to survive. We don't have time to keep moving. These these are old mining tunnels. We should find some shelter, but we should still be careful. I'll just sort of reverently place my hand on the glass statue and trace the outline of it. Right. Interesting. All right. And as you guys continue on down this tunnel, um, you guys start to sort of smell this this sort of rank smell that begins to, to fill the entire tunnel. And you don't exactly know where it's coming from, but it's like, it's almost like something is decaying in here. Um, but you guys continue moving. And off to your right this time, you see an outcropping. And this one is filled with plants, but plants that don't need sunlight. These are bioluminescent plants that are covering this cavern. And you can see there in a very similar fashion, an altar to Ilduria. Tri immediately goes over to the bioluminescent plants and touches the lower end of the staff to it and attempting to uh soak up the energy of these plants and also give back to these plants and this culminates in a uh, like a gentle bowing and kneeling before the uh, the altar to Ilduria 
Okay, and as you do that, almost like like snakes, these vines sort of coil and shift and move, um, not moving to attack or anything, but just sort of move in response to your your touch. Um, and you can see the the uh, bioluminescence of the blues and the greens coming through. As you guys move on down the hall even further, um, you see two more altars to your right and your left. You see one to Fenra, you see one to Lauris. And as you guys continue moving on down the hall, you see one final one off to your left, um, an altar to a tier where there are several um, chairs set up. Each of them have a couple books stacked up on them. And you can see one person sitting there on one of the chairs reading through a book. And you can see this dwarven man sitting there. And he looks up and he makes eye contact with all of you. And he immediately stops what he's doing. And he reaches down towards his side and puts his hand on his dagger. And just sits there and looks at you guys. Magic and light with thee. It is okay. They are with me. We are friends. He nods his head, puts his hand back on his book, still sort of keeping a side eye on you guys, but continues back onto his book. And as you guys continue on down the hall, this this smell gets worse and worse, and you really have no idea where it's coming from. Um, and all of a sudden, you feel the ground begin to shake a little bit beneath your feet. And up from the ground, burrowing from underneath, three worm-like creatures burrow themselves up and into the cavern, seeing you guys and beginning to move towards you. I am going to have everyone roll initiative <laughs> at this point. What in the hells? Against these, these worm-like <laughs> creatures who seem to be hell-bent on uh, attacking you guys. These weren't here yesterday. <laughs> All right, and... Um, yeah, just for a, a visual reference, these are like um, these these pale, almost centipede-like creatures with these giant bug eyes in the front of their head and almost like little um, little beaks at the front as well. Um, they seem to be almost like transparent, sort of in the way that things who never actually reach sunlight don't develop colors. Um, these are carrion crawlers. Okay, can I get initiative from everyone? Um, Oma, what's your initiative? Eight. Eight. <laughs> Why do I feel like this is a consistent mm-hmm. thing with us? Okay. <laughs> um, Flynn. Ten. Ten, yes. <laughs> Strong. Yeah, coming Kelly. out good. Seven. Seven. Oh, God. <laughs> Shreya. Uh, Twenty-two. There you go. There you Ooh, go. Oh, okay. there it is. Break the trend. Good. And Seeker. Five. Five. Hey, one of the boys. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> welcome. Yeah. Welcome to the team. <laughs> okay. Welcome to the team. Okay. So, with that, you guys see these things burrow up out of the ground. Um, first up in the initiative is Shrya. Shrya, what do you want to do? Uh, Actually, first off, can I get just a a marching order for you guys? I think that would be probably beneficial. Um, I would say that the second that um, those things popped up, I would have probably like 
gone behind whoever was closest to me. So whoever that is that was closest to me. I'm I'm the I only one with dark vision, you. so I would have led the way unless or just behind. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, if it was pitch black, I probably would have been behind someone that has dark vision, or I would have lit lit a torch. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Then uh, then a torch is lit. Okay, so who? Sorry, who's up front? Uh, seek, uh seeker. Seeker and then be behind me. Kellic. Seeker. Kellic are up front. I'll be behind uh, Flint. Flynn is behind. Um, okay. With you said you would have lit a torch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll have a torch up. Yes, Flynn would have a torch. Okay. 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 First up in the initiative, Shreya. Uh, so as these uh, carrion worms emerge from the the ground, uh, I take a step back. Uh, there's this big explosion of feathers as as Shreya continues, starts to clutch parts of his body, and the uh, pieces of the uh, fabric, which was being kind of hastily held together, just kind of comes tumbling off, and. Uh, I, I let out a, a yell, a yell, and a screech that's continuous. That slowly but surely, uh, as it continues, uh, morphs into a. As uh, the staff uh, transforms into these two pink, uh, crystalline, purple orbs and his body uh, transforms into that of a direwolf and right at the peak of the transformation the two uh, pink purple eyes uh, that were crystals uh, find their way into his uh, into his eye sockets and you now see a direwolf before you yeah you do you do see a direwolf okay um I believe is that you, that's your action, yes, correct? Yes. That's, okay, do you have a bonus action that you are able to use? Uh, I'm going to go into a defensive posture. Going to a and actually, okay. uh, and actually make ready to you know move toward the front to try to defend. I don't know if I have movement, but I think that's my. I don't think I do because of the trend. Okay. Um, is I have a question: Is a direwolf a large creature or a medium-sized creature? I believe it is a large creature. Okay, then I will adjust your little guy here accordingly. Um, <laughs> you would have to sort of do a sidestep in order to do that, but that's okay. You are now um, sort of like the same size as these these worm creatures now. Okay. Yeah. Cool. We're trying awesome. to That is handy. Um, next up in the initiative... Um, all three of these. Yeah, yeah, that, that's right. um, that, that yeah. So that's, that tracks. That's what's going to yep. happen. Yep. Yep. Um, okay, so the first one um, is going to actually come up and try and take a bite at Seeker. That first one, it's going to be a 13 to hit. Uh, that will not hit. That will not hit. Okay, and then that next one is a nine to hit. So um, it lunges forward with these two bite attacks and um, you just dodge out of the way of both of them. The next crawler is going to come up and try and take two attacks at Kellick. But this time you notice along the ridges of its back, 
these um, thin, super thin tentacles begin to sort of wrap out and sort of flare out around its neck. And it is going to uh, try and uh, whip those at you. Okay, that is going to be a 17 to hit. Uh, That hits. That hits. Okay, that is going to be four points of poison damage. And I'm going to have you make a constitution saving throw. Fourteen. A fourteen succeeds. Okay, you are you are not poisoned. But that second tentacle is still going to come for you, um, and that is going to be a sixteen to hit. Just hits. Just hits. That's going to be another four points of poison damage. Another con save. Yeah, that's another con save. Nine. Yeah, it's nine. Nine. That fails. Okay, so you are poisoned, um, and you take the poison effect. Okay, and then this last crawler is going to come up behind you guys, seeing this crazy transformation by Shreya, and it is going to um, attempt to swing its tentacles at Shreya. So that is going to be a nine to hit on that first one. That misses. As I dodge out of the way. And then that is going to be a 16 to hit. That, on the other hand, does hit. That hits. Okay. That's going to be six points of poison damage, and I'm going to have you make a constitution saving throw for me. Alrighty. That's a seven. All right. (laughs) You uh, now have the poison condition for the next... Well, you don't know how long. Okay. Uh, Next up on the initiative, that's them, Flynn. Oh boy. Um, let's see. Uh, seeing this beast that I assume is sh- hopefully Shreya, I'm gonna see that he's dealing with that one. I'm gonna take care of the one that's closest to me, uh, and I'm gonna I'm gonna hit it with. I'm gonna I'm gonna take my hand. Uh, you see the the red symbol glow, and I strike it across the blade. Uh, and you see the blade kind of light up in, in flame, and I'm gonna come down and go for an attack. But you see the blade flame looks more prevalent. It looks stronger. Uh, I'm like, whoa! It like looks more st- like more of a flame, and it's confusing. But I'm gonna do that. And here's the attack. Uh, of course, it's a seven. Um, so that is fifteen. Uh, 15 hits, yeah. yeah. So uh, that does this, and that does extra damage. So this is the, of course, lowest damage. So I do uh, eight points of piercing, but I do some of the flame actually stays. Normally it would it would split off. This actually stays and does some damage. Uh, and it does seven points of fire damage as the nice. flame actually burns into him instead of just leaping off to a different target. Whoa! And, uh... That is... My turn. Okay. Um, Next up, Ulma. You see this crawler in combat with this new wolf right next to you. Um, What would you like to do? 
so this, um, this, uh, I'm right next to Shreya, and, and the, the big worm is attacking yes. Shreya. Um, can I move away, or would that, um, or would it, am I close enough to the worm for it to get an opportunity? Yes, it would get an opportunity to attack. You're within five feet. Oh. I'm gonna freak out and try anyway to back up uh, five, ten, uh, 15 feet into that little like nook. Okay. There's yeah. a little, uh, <laughs> there's a little mini outcropping in the rocks there. Okay, and he's gonna take his attack of opportunity. Ooh, that's gonna be a dirty 20 to hit. Ooh. Yeah, that hit. Okay. Let's see. And that is, that's going to be with its bite attack. Oh, that is. Okay. Six points of piercing damage. Ow. Okay. Do I have to do a poison thingy? Um, no, because, uh, no, because it's his bite attack. Ah. Poison only comes with the tentacles. Nice. Now you do. <laughs> now you do. Okay. Um, I get bit in the like arm. It hurts a lot. Oh, oh, uh, uh, uh. Ah! And I put my hands forward and I attempt to do. Um, I attempt to um, uh, release anything I can. Um, a bolt of some kind of this, but what comes out of my hands is something I have never seen before and never expected, and it is um, three individual rays of fire that are going towards each of these um, creatures. Okay. One for each. Okay, is that an attack roll on your end? It is. It is. Um... So each one is a different attack. So three of them. Um, eleven for one. Eleven misses. Okay. Oh. Twelve. A twelve misses. Natural 20. Nice. Let's go. Let's okay, go. so, um, yeah, uh, coming out of your hands unexpectedly, the first two sort of <laughs> swing wide and miss, but then uh, the last one finds purchase on the one that is in combat with Shreya. So what is that damage going to be? That is going to be... Nine points of fire damage. Okay. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. All right. And mm-hmm. with that, uh, is your turn over? No, because no, I have to do a, oh, that's oh, right. a thingy. And I have to be... A six. Oh, God. A six? <laughs> I've been rolling real low today. That's a nine. Oh, boy. <laughs> but it's... But you only can tell by the little point, so I was nervous for a second yeah. that it was a <laughs> um, nine. Wow. So okay. <laughs> keep it under control. <laughs> okay. That is awesome. Um, <laughs> next up, we have got Kellick. I will uh, swoon on the, the being struck, and, and I'll touch my head and feel that it's quite cold. Oh, 
That's no good. Right. Yeah. It poison me. I'll poison you. And I will reach up and I'll open the curtain and I'll put my hand through and around the heads of each of these creatures, uh, the curtain will open uh, above them and my hand will come out and, and be peeling the, the layers of this orange veil. And from it, uh, these little flakes, these things that they look beautiful like uh, flower petals, um, like blue flower petals wisping out. But as they come through this, this veil, they burn and cinder and spread into these plumes of ash that cover the uh, uh, these creatures, or attempt to, uh, and I'll uh, say, Debilite. And cast Bane on yeah. all three of those monsters. Okay. That's a saving throw, right? That's right. For number one, for the first one, let's see. That is a... What, uh, what saving throw? Let's say it is a charisma save. Charisma save. These things don't strike they me are as really not. <laughs> um, that is an eight for the first one. That is Bam. a nine for the second one, and a seven Bam. for the third one. Let's go, <laughs> all of them. Things are not charismatic at all. Okay, um, all of them are now baned. I will take a note of that. Yeah. Um, okay, is that the end of your turn? That is. Okay, next up, I'm Seeker. I'm trying to try to catch my breath. I'm feeling not so good. All right, Seeker. Uh, Seeker will look over at the Kalik and say, you okay? And start to slide around number two to uh, flank it from where Kalik is. Okay. And uh, pulling out two daggers... He will attack and uh, hopefully hit. Yeah. Attack with his dagger. Hmm. Is a 14 good enough? A uh, 14 hit? is good enough to hit. Hey! Nice. Hey, let's go. Uh, all right. That is. Ooh, four. I rolled a four on a d4. Nice. Plus three, seven, plus. A little sneak attack. Oh, yeah. A little, yeah. little, little sneaky sneaky. Oh, let's go. Five and two. So that's another seven. Oh, that's a total of 14 points. 14. Dice, bro. Nice. Get him. Okay. Yeah, it was not a fan of that. <laughs> um, okay. Is that the end of your turn? Uh, yes. Seeker will stay put. Okay. Seeker stand put. Oh, I'm so um, sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I didn't add my natural twenty to my attack on the on Wormy three. Oh, I'm that's so sorry. Right. So it was nine plus twelve. Oof, it's a lot better. Okay. Oh man, that hurts. Yeah, yeah. sorry. Yeah. Okay, that is now been added. Um, okay, next up, Shraya. What would you like to do? Uh, so Shraya seeing these. Beings Shrey has never seen before uh, attacking his friends is gonna charge up to the nearest, probably the one that just got singed by that fire. Yeah. And right where that fire just was, uh, going to lunge forward and just sink teeth into right where that uh, fire had hit uh, with a bite attack. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Uh, make an attack roll. Which is a 14. Does that hit? 
A 14 hits. Yeah. Nice. Dope. Uh, so that, grab these dice. Two. Duty six plus three. Uh, so that's a, that is 13 points of piercing damage. And uh, going to need a saving throw from that wormy. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Okay. Saving that's throw. Good. What kind of saving throw? Uh, strength saving throw. Strength saving throw. Is better mm-hmm. at that than charisma. Take him down. That's yeah. a natural count <laughs> on that mamma jamma. Oh, that's a natural yeah. twenty. Oh. Okay, it's up. It's all right. Thirteen <laughs> points of damage. That's decent. That's, yeah, that's, yeah, huge, that's good. Huge. Okay, is that the end of your turn? That is the end of my turn. Okay, next up, these crawlers. Mm. Um, okay, the one in combat with Shreya is going to take a tentacle attack. That is going to be. A, what's the math on that? 13 to hit. That, I think, just natural armor. Yeah, that just doesn't hit. Okay. The next one, going to be a little bit better. That's going to be a 22 to hit. Oh, yeah, that hits. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Going to need some unnatural (laughs) armor. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That is going to be five points of poison damage, and I'm going to have you make Ah. a constitution saving throw. Mm. That is a 10. That does not Mm. succeed. So you Uh are now poisoned. Wait, question. Would I have had to be at disadvantage with the attack with the poison? That's right. You were already poisoned. Okay, we're just going to run it as is. We're just going to run it as is. Forgot about that. Um, But... Yeah, you are. I could roll another d20, and in that no, case, let's let's not okay. let's not confuse it. Um, okay. okay, so I forgot that you were already poisoned. So I'll just have you take that damage, and yes, you are still poisoned. Um, gotcha. Okay, the next one is going to let's see who does it not like. Seeker just attacked it, so it is going to turn and try and. Oh, are you applying my bane to these things? Yes, by I the way. Okay, yes. Nice. Um, yeah, that's right. I forgot about Ben. On, on. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The other one, it, it rolled very high. Um, okay. The this guy, attacking Seeker, is going to use his first attack with a tentacle. That is going to be a. There's lots of math. Um, Fifteen to hit. That'll hit. Eek. That hits. Okay. That is going to be four points of poison damage, and I'm going to have you make a constitution saving throw. Ten. A ten. You are now poisoned. Oh, jeez. And the second attack is going to make a bite attack. So that is going to be a... Ooh, full points on Bane. That's still going to be an 18 to hit. That'll hit. Okay. That is going to be six points of piercing damage. So it's five and six? Yes. Mm -hmm. All right. And then the last one um, is going to run forward a little bit and is going to try and attack Kellick. Um, Okay. 
Kellick is already poisoned, correct? Correct. So that is going to be a... Oh, that was really bad. That is going to be a eight to hit, which does not hit. Nice. Um, the second bite attack... <laughs> 17 to hit. Even with Bane, 17? Even with Bane, yeah. Mm. That hits, yeah. Okay. That is five points of piercing damage. Okay, um, that is their turn. Next up in the initiative is Flynn. Yeah. Um, seeing everyone get poisoned and whipped around and bit. Um, realizing that that was pretty cool that what he did with his sword. Realizing he needs to do some more damage, though. Um, I'm just going to try and really mess this one up that's in front of me, uh, which is two regular attacks. So um, attack and then attack twice with the sword. Okay. Make those attack rolls. Uh, that's pretty good. Um, I think it's 21. Yeah, 21. Yeah, that okay. hits for sure. Uh, that is three. 10 points of piercing. Okay, nice. Second attack. Uh, roll a two. Um, how are these things looking can i get a gauge is any of are any of them weak um yeah the one that you are currently attacking is definitely the most hurt at this point um and it is it is not looking good action surge okay natural 20 baby <laughs> nice hey. oh let's go okay it's cool. um, that's what we needed so that is one of my thing <laughs> um six that's <laughs> damage holy crap uh 12, uh, 19 points of piercing damage. In total? Uh, yeah, because I maxed the dice, which is 1d6, plus, I rolled a 6, and then plus 7. So. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, so you swing your sword down, and before you know it, your sword has completely passed through the, the torso of this thing, completely bifurcating it in half. Um, and it now lays dead on the ground. And as it does, this this like hot steam starts to come out from the inside, from like where its insides are just like super heated. And you get this whiff of like death, of this death and decay coming from this body. You guys are doing great. And I'll like run over to the other one that's next to Kellick, and I'm gonna use my last attack on that one. Okay. Um, okay go for it. one, re-roll three. So I miss on my final attack, but I got one of them. Nice. Um, okay. Is that your turn? Uh, yeah, that's my turn. Okay. Oma, what would um, you like to do? I see one worm go down, and um, I look at my hands because I don't know what just happened, and I uh, um, uh, pull my hands together, and I and I rub them, and I say, oh, gosh, um, um, ah! and I put one hand towards the worm on my right and one hand towards the worm on my left and um, think really hard about my um, undulating like ball of, of lights that comes out and I, and I think about if only I could make that happen twice and I reach my hands out to each of them and used twin spell at second level yeah. and cast chaos bolt at both of them. I think it's still just one okay. attack, though, because it's a twin spell. Second level. Ooh. Let's go. Okay. And 
16. A 16 hits. (laughs) Nice. So that is, um, that is, um, 12 points of force damage. 12 points. Nice. So the one that is in melee with Shreya looks absolutely destroyed. It's not down yet, but it is on its last legs. Um, was that a spell slot from you? Uh, yes, it was. Okay, you have a seven. Oh, oh God. Geez. <laughs> oh, snap. 17. Oh, oh. This is the highest <laughs> yeah, you've ever got. this is great. I'm scared, <laughs> Almost <though>. learning. <laughs> Tension is rising. Yeah. <laughs> okay, um, with that, next up is Kalik. You have um, this crawler right in front of you that has been untouched, <clears throat> except for that last oh, attack. Boy. So not untouched. Uh, I will, uh, I've been carrying Thaddeus this whole time. And so as I sweat in my poison state, I'll produce him from my bag. And be like, oh, you're still untouched, eh? And I'll do as almost showed me on his <laughs> spinal column. Okay. Activate the fucker. <laughs> oh my God, what's going on? <laughs> Lots happened since you went to sleep, lad. Hey, Thaddeus. Hi, Flynn. Why don't you put that power of yours to some use? And I'm just going to, like, uh, <laughs> twist him and push him into the into the uh, uh, stomach of this thing and try to use his his shocking grasp. Okay. Uh, Do uh, something! <laughs> what? Okay. Um, as you push him in... Um, like his face is being buried into the the side of the thing, so you you hear him say, um, you hear him say, "I'm just letting you go." As he casts uh, his power surge. Um, okay, let me uh, do that real quick. Okay, so um, I'm gonna say, what am I gonna? to rule on this. Um, I'm going to have you make a attack roll. Okay. Because you're the one sort of doing this. What am I adding to that? I'm going to have you add your uh, dexterity modifier. Okay, so should I still apply the poison condition? Yes, you should. So that should be a disadvantage. Well, that sucks. (laughs) Uh... So my my what what modifier? Sorry, uh, it doesn't matter. I rolled a four. There's okay. no Okay. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, you try and push his head into it, but then your vision becomes blurry, and you can feel the poison starting to course through your veins as you stumble back and release Thaddeus's head as it falls to the ground, and it, as soon as it loses contact is when he releases his power surge, and so it just does not hit um, the creature. Crap. As I'm. Well, it is worth a try. Fine then, I'll do it myself. And I will cast uh, uh, to all the dead ex coco on uh, this same. uh, Or no, I'll do it on the number three. This other one down the down the road for me. Oh, which is a saving throw. Wisdom Wisdom saving throw. These things don't seem very wise. Um, These things are. (laughs) Not too wise. Oh, wait. Hang on. I can't do that. I thought that was a bonus action, but I am wrong. To turn on oh, Thaddeus okay. or to... Is it an action to turn Thaddeus on? Is, is that... I'm assuming Thaddeus is... That, the... Turning Thaddeus 
activating Thaddeus is a bonus action. Ooh. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Then we go. I will do that. <laughs> okay. Get him. Sure. Uh, so yeah, it has to save. Wisdom. <laughs> and Bane, right? Bane works for that? And Bane. Bane. Yeah. Nice. yeah, Bane does saving throws and attack rolls. That is going to be... A ten. <laughs> a ten does not. Squishy. Okay. And he is already hurt, he is already so hurt. he takes the D yeah. twelve. Uh, okay, which is very exciting. <laughs> uh, Twenty-one points of necrotic damage. Oh my gosh! Whoa! As the wounds crap. is already sustained. Ignite uh, with this, the embers of. <laughs> Argent planes. Okay, it reels back. Overkill. Let's it go. reels back, and you hear this this like head pounding screech that comes from its mouth. Um, if that's the end of your turn, uh, it is. Seeker, um, you just saw Flynn uh, kill the one that was right in front of you. What would you like to do? Uh, question. Yeah. Uh, do you is flanking? Does flanking give an advantage or no? Yes, it is. It is. Okay. Um, so Sika would move uh, and flank the number one in front of Kalik uh, and Flynn, and he will uh, raise his left arm and make a fist and um, kind of pull his sleeve all the way back, his tattoo completely visible. And it will, um, as he starts to utter a phrase uh, it will begin to glow like a purplish color like it's a very black tattoo on his his chestnut skin and the, the black just starts to outline with purple and then uh, glow purple and he says no and cast uh, a guiding bolt in this thing um, okay and will First roll is good. It's 19. Plus, uh, so it's actually 25. Oh, actually, should it be... Um, the advantage should be canceled out because... Mm-hmm. I, w- I was going to say, is that, isn't that arranged? Yeah, that's arranged. Yeah. Um, so, so it should just be a, it should just be a, a straight roll. So, ninth, so 24. Uh, 24 hits, yeah. Yay. Get him. So this nice. is going to take 4d6 of Radiant. Oh, that's good. That's a six, wow. 10, 14, <laughs> 16 points. And uh, we'll probably put some sneak attack on that, too. Because, yeah. Holy crap. Oh, you can aren't, aren't you poisoned, though? Oh, I am poisoned. Not to be. Oh, I forgot I, I, I just don't, I want to be yeah. diligent about poisoned. it. What does poison do? It's disadvantage now on it's all disadvantage. attack rolls. Now it's disadvantage. Oh, you went from advantage to nothing well, to it, disadvantage. I, I thought it cancels out. So, so I think it just, just is like if you have advantage. But it's but he had advantage on the flanking, disadvantage on the ranged mm-hmm. and melee. Double, so double now disadvantage. It's, it's, oh, I, I thought you're at it was just like canceled. canceled. No. Oh my goodness. So it's canceled and then, and then one more. Plus one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so the yeah. flanking was needed, so I didn't just. So I. So <laughs> the second roll then. So that would be an 18 to hit. That still hits. Hey, that yeah. still hits. Okay, yeah. so we're good. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so 16 points of radiant damage. Nice. Okay. And then... Another question. Yes. When he does his tattoo, does it look similar to mine? Or is it different? 
Because mine are like circular. It is, it's different from yours. It's it different? is different. Okay, cool. Just yeah. one, I, I thought about it. And I was like, ah. Okay, Do, cool. Can we see in this moment what the tattoo, what the uh, script is on it? With the mm-hmm. I would say symbols. in this moment of combat, he is on the other side of an enemy from you. I would say no. Okay. You can see that there is a tattoo. You just, you can't pick mm-hmm. out what it is. Um, okay, and then what's that? Uh, that was, okay, that was your total damage? That was 16. Um, can I add sneak attack to it? Can you add I sneak attack to a turn. spell attack? Does it have to be melee? I think it does. It but has it to be with attack. a certain weapon, yeah. kind of weapon, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. finesse. Finesse, finesse yeah. yeah. So what I'm going to do is then use a bonus action and disengage and come back around where... I saw the I saw the little one get hit, and I want to go see if she's all right. So I'm going to slide back around towards Olma. Okay, um, yeah, you can slide just along the wall to get to Olma. When I get there, I'll just say, uh, "That looked nasty. Are you okay?" Oh uh, yeah, it hurts. It hurts really bad. But okay. I think I'm okay. Hold on. And that'll be okay. That'll be my turn. Um, all right. Next up, Shraya. Um, you're staring down this crawler right in front of you that looks absolutely beat to hell. Uh, I'm gonna take a howl and then uh, take another bite attack. Okay, make that attack roll. Yeah. Oh my god, it's still up after 21 more points of damage. Yeah. Holy crap. These are some beefy Get worms. Beefy. These are some hearty worms. So beyond beef dis- worms. Disadvantage rolls work as you take the, the second lowest one, right? Yes. What, whatever yes, the yes, lowest yes. one is. Okay. Well, I rolled a two on the first Aww. one, so I don't think I can get much worse. I, yeah. Yeah. So, well, you might crit uh, fail. <laughs> I might crit fail, actually. Let's see if I do. Let's see if I do. No, no, I don't. <laughs> um, so I howl and get a little bit too into it and just kind of like bite wildly. Uh, so get used I to the miss. form. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, then seeing that, it is also going to take a bite attack at you, Shreya. That is going to be a 14 to hit. With that uh, you met it. Uh, yeah, you met okay. it. That hits. That is oof, four points of piercing damage. <laughs> okay, and it's going to, it's actually going to take another bite attack. Ooh, with that Bane brings it down to 10. That does not hit. Okay. Bane, there we go. For the record, I have been rolling my concepts on And then on the other guy is going to go. Um, he is going to uh, take an attack. He sees that Kalik is weakened, so he's going to be taking an attack at Kalik. Mm. That is going to be... Oh, gosh, I hate Bane. It's going to be <laughs> 12 to hit. Okay. Second bite attack. I just sort of your existence. I sort of tumble out of the way of this attack because I'm 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 already hunched over, so I just kind of roll. All right. The second one is going to be um, 21 to hit. That is just coming up from the roll. Seven points of piercing damage. Get off! All right. With that, Flynn. You're up next. I'm a threat! And I'm going to 
attack it twice. <laughs> Battle cry of the ages. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, that is a uh, twenty-three. Yeah, 22. for sure, twenty-three. Okay. Okay. Uh, damage. Uh, eleven piercing. Okay. To number to, to the first one. Is it? Oh. Uh, no, it is not. You sink your sword deep into this thing and uh, <laughs> completely demolish it. And leave my sword in it. Bonus action. Uh, bonus action. Some of my bow. Turn around. Shoot an arrow at the other one. Okay. Oh. Is it still up? It's still it's up. Still right? up. Yeah. Yep. Make an attack. Don't do that. Yep. Uh, twenty-one. Twenty-one hits. Let's go. Oh man, I rolled low damage. Five piercing. As you release this <laughs> arrow, yeah. <laughs> It finds, its, it finds its way directly <laughs> into its eye, through its eye, and th- out through its, uh, like, brain stem um, as it completely clenches up and then falls dead um, at the feet of Shreya. <sighs> well, We're now out of combat. Um, are there, are there any more of those oh. coming? Everyone okay? Oh, no, I'm not okay. Who else get 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 hit by that that tentacle? Uh, uh, thing. I think not, Kellick did. Not me. Oh, Paul's um, throwing like tissue paper. I'm gonna run. I'm gonna run up to the wolf and look at look into its eyes. Like I'm gonna try and like pull its head down towards my eyes. Trya, are you okay? And I'm just like petting his face, like right <laughs> under his eyes where his purple eyes are. I'm just like petting his muzzle and his face. <laughs> and uh, you're gonna get a couple like excited like head bobs and a couple of like yips uh, as as uh, I just am just very excited in this moment. This is so weird. You're a bird and now you're a wolf. Kind of cool. You're pretty cute. And I just, I keep petting. <laughs> and at that, my tongue kind of sticks out, kind of get into the scratching. Do you, do you think that's permanent? Do you know what, what happened? I don't, I don't understand one thing about Shreya. Not one. Not a single iota of his existence makes any sense to me. I thought yesterday was crazy, but today just started, and this has been a wild ride. At least these things can be put down without discretion. How long, uh, DM, do I have any sense of how long the poison will last for? Um, uh, over the course of this conversation, over the next, I'd say, minute or so, um, you slowly feel the effects fade from your body. Do you think that's most of it? Hey, <laughs> Seeker? Hey, Seeker? Yes. Do you think it's safe enough here to maybe just, like, sit down for a little bit? Uh, I mean, you did see what just happened, no. All right, but do you think there are more coming? I think they were attracted to our movement. If we are quiet, maybe for a short bit. I think we should press on. That's what I would suggest. I can say to our wounds, uh, uh as we go here. Yeah, when they mention that, I'll, I'll take a look down one of the tunnels and kind of just listen. Because they came up from the ground, right? So there's like tunnels and holes in the mm-hmm. ground. There's yeah, there's like these like, small burrowed holes throughout the ground. 
I'll kind of listen down through one and see if I can hear anything. Make a perception check for me. Perception. Uh, fourteen. Um, yeah, you feel like you're getting a pretty good sense of what might be down there, and you don't hear anything additional within the ground. Well, I don't hear anything right now, but kind of like the idea of getting out of this tunnel, or at least further down. Okay. Hey, Shreya. Do you <laughs> think I can ride on your back? Uh, and I crouch down. Shreya, are you okay? He's fine. And I, like, hop up on his back um, to try to, like, ride on him. As you head over there, just the seeker will say, you, you took a little damage, I think. Do you want, do you need any anything to help you feel better? I've got Priestutimus. And I cast Prayer of Healing on her body. Ooh. Oh, okay. Whoa. <laughs> wow. Uh, up to six creatures. So. Hey. What? Oh, sick. Uh, 17 points of healing to everybody. I'm good. Oh, yeah. Nice. Brings me back up to max, baby. As uh, uh, you kind of feel uh, the the whatever elements of um, damage you sustained of these creatures, whatever kind of like uh, uh, sundering of flesh or or left behind spittle uh, evaporates into this uh, into this dust that sort of like dissipates into the air. And uh, with it, uh, your your wounds are repaired, stitched together. I look down at my shoulder. Whoa, that's cool. I'm fine. Yeah, I'm good. Is Thaddeus still aw- awake? Yeah, Thaddeus is still awake. <laughs> He's on the ground, row. Yeah. <laughs> He's sort of like is. laying there on the ground. <laughs> he goes, I'm sorry I couldn't be more helpful. Uh, you did fine, Thaddeus. Thaddeus, this this new group you have found, they seem more capable than your last. Yeah, they're, I mean, yeah, I don't know if I'd say that, but I mean, oh. yeah, no, they're they're great. They're awesome. They're awesome. Ah, you, Flynn Fellowweave of some group, come here for a moment, please. Well, sure. <laughs> Walk over. And, um... He will, uh, as you as you come over, he will um, put his hands together in front of his face. Uh, how, how? Wait, Flint's very short. I'm so, like three feet something. Yeah. So yeah. So <laughs> short. Uh, Sika is about six one, and uh, he will put his hands together in prayer and above, uh, right in front of his face, and he will say, uh, "Amen, Anta, Sarah," and put his hands on your shoulders. And you will get a vigilant blessing. So on the next uh, initiative roll that you make, you will get advantage. Ooh. And he will just say, you're quite capable for a little one. <sighs> for a little one? I mean, you're a little older than me, no? Yeah, that's fair. What'd you do? 
Should we? Should we come into combat again? You will see. Huh. I like pull my sword out. I like look around for danger. It does not work like that. But I like <laughs> your energy. Okay. Sheath my sword back in my backpack. Right. Very jumpy, this one, no? And from behind Flynn, I glower at Seeker, kind of like, don't encourage him. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And I have, I have like Onward! folded, I have, <laughs> I have like folded over Shreya. And I'm just like, my hands are like digging into, like, like um, buried into his fur, just like petting and getting comfort from like the, the fur of the creature. And I'm just like <laughs> laying over him. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll pick up my torch and kind of lead the group almost excitedly looking for danger as, as as I see that he has his torch up I'll just like brush my fingers towards it um, and it gives double the light okay would nice. would I know DM about how much more we have uh, to go in here from a distance yeah um, yeah you would know that you have about a mile and a half left until you can reach a point where Exiting this this tunnel would lead you outside of the city. Um, and knowing that, sort of keeping that in the back of your mind with Flynn now charging ahead with a uh, torch in one hand, um, Oma on the back of Shreya's new form and, and everyone else following, that is where we're going to end today's session. We're going to call oh, it right man. there. With, uh, <laughs> yeah, with a new friend, um, a new yeah. Shreya's, yeah. Shreya's new Hello. form. Um, and... Uh, yeah, Seeker joining the party for uh, for a little bit of an adventure. So with that, we're going to call it right there. Thank you all so much for listening, and we can't wait to see you all again next week. Bye, nerds. Bye, nerds. Bye, nerds. Bye, nerds. Bye, nerds. Hit him, Rodney. Hit him with a bye, nerds. Bye, nerds. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, everyone. It's Rebecca. Thanks so much for sticking around. Man, 29 episodes. Crazy. We haven't asked for this in a while, but if you want to, you can rate and review us on iTunes or Apple Podcast. Um, It'd be super appreciated. So thank you so much. Um, Have a great day, nerds. Bye.